Snoop is chilling. This is chilling. What more can I say? Top villain. What up, everybody? This is your boy, Bill Bellamy, and you are on Top Billing, the number one podcast for the culture, the movement, and the discussion. Today, we have a wonderful episode in store for you. Actor, singer, songwriter, the man does everything the right way. <laughs> Ladies going crazy. He's on top of his game. You will see him on With Love on Amazon Prime. You know, they, they Prime, and you've seen him bold and the beautiful the man just work his ass off tyler perry moves all kinds of stuff but i'm telling you right now right now the ladies go crazy when rome show up give it up for rome feeling right now i had to do this for the ladies Ladies! (laughs) (laughs) i'm doing a little something for the ladies y'all gotta like y'all gotta add the you know the the whole screen yeah can we add the screen yeah A lot of money, a lot. Yeah, you need a lot of it. So Rome, <laughs> Chicago, shout out to Chicago. Another talented person. You know how Chicago has put out so many talented people. I just had Dion Cole recently, yeah, and I had uh, Lorel Harry, another great, great Chicagoan. You guys always bring out good people. How does yeah. a guy like Rome Flynn get in the game? How did you start? Man. How I started, I mean, I honestly, growing up, I never even thought about this business. I never okay. thought about acting, none of that. I mean, I was so far removed from my from my existence. Um, but when I became like 21, 22, I went to a, an open casting thing. Okay. Well, you're, you're, are you still in Chicago? No. Oh, at this point, yeah. I'm still okay. in Illinois at this point. Okay. Um, and I was working at a pawn shop. I had worked at hella jobs. I was getting fired all the time. Uh, you worked at the pawn shop? I worked at the pawn shop for like two years. What was the craziest thing somebody ever pawned on that? Like you was like, you, you really uh, giving that up? <laughs> man, you know, there was a uh, there was an original uh, film of um, Gone with the Wind. The actual film of the movie. At your pawn shop? Yeah, they brought it in. It was like, you ain't I cool. found this, man. I just want like $10 for it. I was like, damn. Shit, uh, meet me around back. I'll, buy, <laughs> I'll pay a little more for that. I'll give you 25. <laughs> yeah, you know, but yeah, people will come in with everything, man. Jewelry. I, I learned how to, you know, figure out if, if jewelry is real, you know, great diamonds, mm. um, all of that stuff working there. And so as working in the pawn shop, see, this is the thing that I love about interviewing people on the show. Everybody thinks it's just like you just become a star. You start and you start pushing. So right. you're in a pawn shop. Uh-huh. You're like, this ain't going to be my end all to be all. How you how you how you transition out the pawn shop? Well, honestly, <laughs> um, I worked at the pawn shop and everybody that was there. Mm-hmm. Um, all the employees that were all in a band together. Oh, um, and so they would always practice. They would play guitar during the day, and I I didn't know how to play guitar. I kind of felt like, damn, I want to learn, you know. So I would just sit in the back and kind of teach myself, and then I started teaching myself in uh, on YouTube. Uh, but we had a bunch of guitars, you know, acoustic, um, electric, uh, everything, bass, and so I would just all day just pick them up and start playing them. And so the first song I ever learned how to play um, was a song by Three Days Grace, and. Uh, they have this this opening chord progression, like you just know what it is once you hear it. Right. <laughs> and I was just I would always just practice it and practice it. And I remember the first day I actually tried to play it in front of customers. I was like, man, I wonder if somebody gonna actually recognize what I'm playing. You know what I mean? And yeah. I just started playing it. It was like, hey man, I think I know. So then that kind of made me feel like I'm doing something right. You know, I just kept doing that. And then um that's kind of how I got into making music because like I said, everybody was in a band together and 
our lead singer, this guy, he also worked at the pawn shop. Man, this this is a TV show. Yeah, the pawn shop is life. The pawn shop I like is the life. Idea for real, man. Yeah, yeah. Real, look, Everybody look. in there full of life at the pawn shop. Man, for real. And this, <laughs> he was a singer, right? But he he never wanted to practice with the band. Like he was the kind of guy who just only wanted to do shows. And so they had like they would have me come and sing like these songs, like help him practice. And that's kind of how I got introduced to doing music. No way. Yeah. But I would be singing like Metallica. I'd be singing like rock stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like doing everything. What? Yeah. You were singing. You first start singing rock music first. Rock first, yeah. And that's a that's and they go hard. Right. They sing hard. It's from the soul. It's guttural. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but I I'm gonna give you uh I'm gonna give you your flowers. This is so random how things I believe like everything's connected, right? So let's say two months ago, you know, on my social media, I love singers. Um, doing COVID, I was doing uh, rocking with the stars live on my Instagram, and I was discovering great great singers like. Um, Miracle Holloway, Avery Wilson, um, another singer. Um, let me, th- I'm gonna t- think of the girl's name right now. She's her voice is so crazy, but anyway, I'm gonna speed it up. I'll come back. So, I, I came across you just inadvertently, like you, you came in my feed, and y'all, uh, it was you and this guy named, um, Will Gittin. Yeah, well, getting right, getting yeah, yeah, and uh, you guys just did an acoustic cover of Joe's song, yeah. and I posted it on my social media. I didn't even know you were an actor at the time. I yeah. was like, "Yo, bro, bro, got a nice voice." I was like, "Oh, I never seen the combo acoustic." Mm-hmm. I was like, "That was kind of that was kind of dope." How did y'all get together to do that? Yeah, we've been doing music together, me and him. Um, when I started doing music, or I started putting music out a couple of years ago, yeah, he uh, he actually wrote one of my records, "Drunk with You." another song I got that's out. Um, and we were just, you know, rocking ever since then. And so I, I did a cover. I saw he did one. I was like, man, we should do one. And then the first one we did was actually um, Stand the Rain. Mm-hmm. And that one. New edition Stand the Rain? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It went crazy. Oh, so and it was, y'all, you know. Y'all, so y'all got to sing, sing. You know that yeah, one right yeah. there. That's like it's, four hey, parts. Hey, listen. That's it's, four it's parts. It's pretty good. I mean, it's, I mean, it's a couple million views on that one. But mm-hmm. um, after that, we did, um, the you know, the Joe one. Uh, we were trying to figure out what song to do. And I was like, man, we got to do something that nobody doing. Yeah. You know? <laughs> That's what I think is cool. It's kind of like a smash up in a way, vocally, not a yeah, smash yeah. up, you know, because a lot of times DJs do smash ups. But what I like about what you guys are doing was your, your two voices. You don't know if they're going to go together, but the way y'all do it, they do. They like make one instrument. Because right. I'm a music lover, so I'm right, like, right. I'm watching y'all do y'all thing. And I was like, yo, they dope. I thought y'all might be a group at first. I was like, oh, that's kind of fire like that. <laughs> hey, uh, what about Slide though? No, that's a hit single, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slide is fire. Appreciate that. Come on, man. You you legit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Bro, you legit. It's for not sure. a game. You know, some people say, I'm, I miss with music. No, no. No, you legit, bro. Act, sing, songwriting. What's your what's your um what's your what's your recipe for a song? Like how do you how do you find time or what what's your motivation? How do you get in your zone for songwriting? I always wanted to ask that question. Yeah, man. It's uh you know, it's a different creative process. I mean, you you know, you come from the industry of being on set and, and also you write too and stuff. Mm-hmm. So for me it's it's a different process, but um I really try to tap in the shit that I deal with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. coming from a genuine place, like with Slide and any other records that I've done. Um one of the bigger records that I got is called Keep Me in Mind. And I wrote that record after a situation with a, with a girl I was talking to, and she she had a man and shit. Right, you see the real shit always. Yeah, I was like, keep me. In, I was just telling her like, keep me in mind. Yeah. you know when he when he started tripping on you and shit, and I just made a song out of it. 
People rock with out of here because yeah. I always feel with music, the songs that become the biggest songs are ones that people relate to. Like yeah. they have a situation in their lives that they walk through that shit. Like like Mary, Mary, reason why Mary J. Blige has worked all these years. Every one of those emotions in those songs, a woman at some point is like, that was me. And so, you know, we, cats might look at you and be like, you never had a bad day. You know, (laughs) like people always think Bill Bellamy never had a bad day. Never, never got turned down by a chick. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I got turned down. I got, I got kicked in the face a couple times. You know what I'm saying? I just got back up. They got to watch how to be a player. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I did. I was like, my man got it. I got it together, man. But this acting thing is working for you. I love the fact that you are multi-talented. I've had the pleasure of interviewing several people and meeting people that are doing it simultaneously. Jabari Banks is doing it. Uh, Coco Jones has a hit song out that I see you. And I was on the set with them, you know, I'm working on that show. And they were like, Coco was like, man, I'm just trying to find time to do my music because you you, you get on a show and you start going, you know what I mean? And if you get in the movie and you get another movie you just keep on going yeah. and now you gotta you gotta figure out how to balance your baby because your music is your baby and then your acting is your new child you know it's a lot it is a lot how do you do it um i don't know actually still trying to figure it out right you know um the, the reality is is that for me the artistic process for each is very different so they take up different real estate you know, so I, I need to be in a space to do music. You know, when I'm at work or if I'm filming, like, I'm not thinking about music in the sense at all. Correct. You know, and I'll have, like, my co-stars and shit come up to me and I'll be like, man, I didn't even know you did music. It's because, like, it's a different part of my brain. Right. You know I mean, it's, it's so, a whole like, other language. Yeah, it's a whole other thing. You know, the moment I leave work, it's like I'm now I'm back to kind of how I'm going through through my days, which is, like, figuring out what I want to say and, yeah. and, and how I want to say it, you know. But it's definitely a challenge when you have a multitude of interest and you happen to be, I guess, you know, favored in those things and trying to balance those things is, it's going to be tough. I kind of envy people who don't have those, uh, that ambition to want to do multiple things. Like if you just focus, I was like, damn, I wish I could just focus on one fucking thing. It's hard, man. When you got, when you multitask, it's the same thing, you know, like for me, like I love to do stand up, you know, but I'm an actor, right? You know, I'm like, shoot, I got to do this show. And then they're like, you got to read this script tonight. And I'm like, Oh God damn. Right. Like, cause it's like you said, I never thought of it like that. It's two different parts of your brain. Yeah. It really is because you, you think and process things differently in this world of acting. And then you got to give it a hundred to be great at it. You got to give a hundred to be great at anything. Yeah. So at some point there's just some sacrifices going to be made. Okay. Um, for whatever creative you want to, go towards like Francis, you know, if it's music, if you focus solely on that, then obviously you got to be present to, to do anything acting wise, right. You know, to put yourself in any position to understand a script, you know, let alone get a job and work one. That's a whole transformation. Absolutely. I agree. It's it's like, I can't, you know, do both at the same time. Um, Like if I'm on set, if I'm doing a show, it's like, I'm obsessive about the craft. Like I respect it so much. So I can't be at work. Like, Listening to beats and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I remember one time I tell you a funny story. I was in Louisiana of all places and I ran into Neo, right? Yeah. We staying at the same hotel. Neo was doing a movie and he had the bus right there with the studio with it. That's he so was cool. like, yo, yeah. when I'm not shooting on my days off, I'm writing my I was like, God, because you know we how we have to learn all them lines. Uh, you got to know, our, and if you if you got a big role, you got to know a bunch of lines, and then you got to go write some lines in your in your music, and then play the instruments. And the, so yeah, much, it's yeah. a lot. 
It's a lot. So, so we got a new show right now. Um, with love, Amazon Prime or Amazon Video. Is that the right way? Prime uh, Amazon on Amazon Prime Video. <laughs> Tell us about your role and uh, how'd you get that? Yeah, man, I, I play uh, Santiago Zayas on mm-hmm. there. Uh, I play Afro Cuban. I'm Afro Cuban in real life. In real, real life. Which is crazy. Well, honey, that, you know, that, that don't you know really happen. In New York, you, you know, that's we, we do that all day. You yeah. know what I'm saying? We got we got Cubans, we got blacks, we, we got Dominicans, we got everybody. We got everybody's, yeah. everybody's represented, okay? Yeah, yeah man. So <laughs> doing that doing that show was, was a gift, man, because, you know, it's very rare to play somebody I feel I'm so close to, close to the cuff, too. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's created by Gloria Calderon Callet. Mm-hmm. Um, we in our second season. Our first season came out, like, over a year ago. And, um, yeah, it was just something that felt right. You know, I, I was doing How to Get Away with Murder before that as a regular. And so leaving off that show, I was like, damn, I don't know how to top that or go from yeah. from that. You <laughs> know, work the opposite Viola. Like, I'm well, like, uh, <laughs> it, was, it was a decision. But, right. you know, it was, uh, it was a no-brainer. You know, once I knew storyline and, and you know gloria was a part of it yeah i know i wanted to try to try to you know make my mark in there now so. with with acting man there's a lot people do this all the time ask me oh b how you get on like you know yeah. what is it what, what 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 do i do first if i want to be an actor if you going back to yourself 20 you man, you're only 30 something so <laughs> let's go back 10 years ago what would you say to rome the 10 year ago rome that vital information that you found out now 10 years later like we got to do x to get on yeah um i, I heard viola actually speaking of she said this quote she said uh, the greatest gift we have is uh the gift of being ourselves." Mm-hmm. and i think i was in a just in a place of trying to figure out what i thought people wanted me to be okay and i think the the way to 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 be an actor obviously there's so many things have to work in your favor but you got to kind of know who you are first before you can be somebody else. Facts. And I just went through a process of trying to figure out who I was as I was here. And I would just tell myself that you good, man. You're on the path. Like, you know, you know, you're on the path. You're on the right path. I mean, I wouldn't actually give myself too much advice because I think the mistakes kind of create the space for you to be great. Right. And, and so I don't, obstacles, I don't think that I would be like, yo, don't do this or don't do that. Um, yeah, I don't regret anything. I try not to regret anything in life. Yeah, the thing the thing that um I find, you know, a lot of people who, you know, want to be actors is they just want to come to LA and, <laughs> you know, and just get on, you know. There's a few people that's probably happened for. It. There's probably one or two people that came, got off the bus and somebody saw you and said, like, "You look like a movie star." And <laughs> boom, yeah. boom, boom. Most of us have had, you know, bumps uh, bruises, uh, you know, uh, roles we didn't get that we Absolutely. really, really, really wanted, right? And you just have to keep going. Like the thing about, to me, about acting is you hear so many no's before you get a yes. Yeah. How do you keep yourself encouraged? You know, because we we go, all of us go for auditions. You know how that yeah. is, and you know, you close, you might be close on two, three, man. You know, <laughs> hey, <laughs> you know, it, it comes in waves. I think. Yes. Um, I always say you get a lot of no's, but you only need one yes. Facts. That's really all you need is one yes to really change your life. Um, and for me, this, it's really not about getting to the end. It's about the journey, man. And I, I've had to I've grown accustomed to, to learn and love that aspect of it because the journey is getting close to things and not getting it. You know, once I get something, the moment I'm done with it, it's almost like it didn't happen. Like I'm already trying to figure out what's next. 
um, that's just kind of society and the, the world we live in. It's all about Next. what you what have you done for me lately. You feel me? Right. Like Eddie, like Eddie said, man. You know. Um, so for me, it's the, it's the ups and downs, but just trying to find a silver lining in, in those things that to learn about myself. You know, because I know I'm gonna get my opportunities because I don't I don't stop. I like your tenacity, man. You know, you like you said, you started in a pawn shop. You were, you know, basically thrown into a band. You know, basically, basically got thrown in a band. Thank yeah. God you had a voice. Yeah. You taught yourself how to play. This goes to show you, Dexter. This this sounds like some very strong Cuban black shit you did. <laughs> this is like when you nice. making shit happen, fam. We're not yeah. waiting. We we what? I'm in a band. I gotta play. Oh, I'm gonna figure out how to play guitar yeah. in about two three weeks. I'm gonna learn how to sing. I'm gonna sing this way i'm gonna sing this way i'm gonna sing that way now you 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 act like this is what i love about experiences and you mentioned this earlier like sometimes those experiences give you gems yeah do you know what i'm saying like your adversity you know shines your diamond you know what i mean so all these attributes that you have were cultivated along the journey exactly and that's what i want people uh who are watching and to and our listening is that you know what it's okay to to take have a rough spot. What we doing in a rough spot though? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I always tell my boys, you know, sometimes the best best setback is the way to get back. Yeah, do you feel me? Right. You get punched in the face. You got to figure out. Yeah, that's that's where you that's actually where you grow from, man. That's how you become who you're supposed to be. Right. You know what I'm saying? I've been kicked in the face, the back, the shoulder blade. I've been hit upside <laughs> the head. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, 30 years in the game, I'm still, you know, Bill Bellamy is still having fun. And I, and that's what I want you to do. Like, you know, um, even though you are relatively new in this game, but you have so much to give. You right. know what I mean? That's what you, gets me like It's man. so yeah. dope like to have that in your future to be able to do multiple things. You know, you do your show, you know, maybe this summer you got on tour. Maybe you you know you might do some spot days. Then you can come back, jump on another show, jump in another movie. That's gangster fam. Yeah. I yeah. mean what's wrong with that? I'm, I'm literally just I always tell people, man, you know, the world is your playground, man. You gotta have fun with this shit. Yeah. Literally, whatever your interests are, just follow it. You know, just follow that. Your instincts are the most important thing about you. And uh a lot of times the first thing to go when you get in a position where you get the things you want in life. So for me, I'm always trying to stay, you know, intact and connected in that way so that Whatever interests me, I'm just going to follow it, man, and see what happens. Hey, listen, I remember yeah. before Michael B. Jordan blew up, bro. Me, Mike, and a couple of us guys used to play in this, like, basketball league. And um, and uh, he was like, man, I'm, a, I'm an actor, man. I'm, I'm coming up. You know what I'm saying? I was like, yo, man, you kind of diesel, though. You, you using a, you using a lot of your fouls. You using all your fouls in the first quarter because he's athletic and very physical cat, right? Next thing I know, boom, 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 Creed. You know what I'm saying? I've seen it happen. Chris Tucker, another guy, you know, started out doing stand up, boom, boom. Next thing I know, rush hour. So you you are right where you're supposed to be. You are right on the path to greatness. You are on the path to your dreams. You can do all of it. I mean, Beyonce's done. All of it. I mean, like Jay-Z's done all of it. It's no reason you got to be in one lane. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't tell nobody to ever think like that. You could do whatever you created to do. Actually, yeah. I mean, that's how I navigate life. Mm -hmm. You know, last year um, I went back to college uh, because before I came out to L.A., you know, I had a scholarship to play basketball. Okay. And um, I walked away, away from it to pursue acting. I moved out here and I was just like, man, 
you know, I, I know that's there. But I, once I did the casting, I felt just something in me I had never felt before. And I was like, I got to follow this thing. Um, and so recently, you know, I went back to college and I played, you know, basketball. I still who? At, uh, at what school? At Bethesda University. So yeah. you went back to school, yeah. and what? So how many years can you are eligible to play? I mean, I'm eligible to play now. I could keep playing, uh, but what ended up happening was um, I played, you know, half of the year because I didn't have time to go to go to class. Okay. So once the school started up, so you, know, you Zion I, I, Williams, I, okay, cool. I, yeah, I have to get out of there. You know, I did. I was gonna put my name in the portal. You know, <laughs> I, I was about to jump in there. You know, nil deals looking real crazy right now. <laughs> they looking real lucrative. <laughs> you know, I was like, maybe I need to go back. We got to call Rich Paul real quick. Rich, Rich, holla at us, holla at us. Put me on. Put me on. <laughs> so you play point guard. Yeah. So you play point guard. That is that. Is, that that's a tough for me. That'd be tough because I love hooping. So yeah. like, if you a hooper, you know, to give up hooping is is really it's a hard because it's like a yeah. drug. Nah, for real. So you 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 gave up hooping. How many years were you at your school before you quit? So I didn't even get the chance to play yet. Okay. So I had signed my letter of intent. Okay. And you know, through my journey and be, being in high school. Um, I wasn't that great, but by the time I became a senior, I was just like, I outworked everybody. Correct. And so what I started to do is I was showing up to colleges for open runs because I didn't have any colleges that was looking at me at the time. And um, the school in Illinois, uh, I, I started going to the practices and the coach started being like, yeah, who you know here, man? I'm just like, uh, no, no couple, you know, and he let me play, you know, and he, he saw like how hungry I was for it. And he gave me a scholarship. And that then, is fire, bro. And then I had to call him and tell him that I couldn't take it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, like, yo, you know what? I appreciate it, but <laughs> hey, I was just playing. No disrespect. <laughs> no, for real. That was like such a crazy fork in the road for me because that's the only thing I ever wanted in high school and just growing up was to be a basketball player and play in college. And so Correct. I had the opportunity to go to college and not have to pay for it, it was just insane to me. Um, but, you know, when I made the decision to, to start working towards coming out here, mm -hmm. um, I was like, man, so what do I do now? Because I just signed my letter of intent. Well, first thing I had to do, I had to email the president of my class um, and tell him I wanted to, you know, you know, get out of my scholarship, basically. Yeah, man. And they they, they was hurt they well, a little bit. I, I don't even remember what I said to him, but I was just honest. I was like, man, this shit might sound crazy, but I, I want to be an actor, man. I want to move to L.A. And he was just like, man, I don't know why, but I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> sound crazy, I believe you. And then he let me in. And that you know, is dope as fuck, called, bro. Called my coach, though. The next thing I do is call my coach. Oh, we was actually pretty God. tight after a while. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was like, damn, I can't really tell this man I'm trying to go to L.A. to be an actor. He not, that's, that doesn't even sound real. Right. So I called him. I'm like, uh, yo, coach, I can't play, man. You know, um, I got kicked out the crib. Man. I got nowhere to stay. It's kind of true. But, I, you know, I could have figured it out. He's like, no, nah, don't worry about it. I'm going to put you in the house with the other guys. And I'm like, shit. You know, that ain't work. All right. Uh, I was like, uh, what can I say to make sure he can't, you know, have a rebuttal? It's <laughs> like, man, my mom a little sick, man. I can't, I got to go be with her in, uh, in Wisconsin. He was like, ah, damn. He's like, we're going to miss you. Uh, you know, hope everything's good. You can always come back and play. But I always wondered if he ever remembered that. I don't know where he is in the world. Wow. Uh, he, you know, he was cool with he it. He looked out. Yeah, he looked out for me. I did lie to him, though. Sorry about that. A little bit. So yeah. so when you went back, so you went back to finish for two years? No, so I just went back to college just for half a year. Okay. Just to play basketball. I didn't go to, I didn't want to get a, a degree there. Okay. You know, but I just wanted to hoop, and, and a coach gave me an opportunity to play. And that was a whole, I wish I would have had a camera crew with me. Why did you bring process. a, that would be, bro, yeah. you never hear about that uh, story. No, but it's insane That's because awesome. the guys on my team, uh, they they knew who I was just from, you know, TV. Right. And it was like, what the hell are you, like, what are you doing here type of thing? And then, so it was just like a whole fucking movie 
of me trying to like integrate myself into into college the team. life, and <laughs> also just going to set and then you know, bro, you know what I mean. And then I would be playing these other guys like we go to other schools and play, um, and I would be in the middle of the game and um, they'd be like, "Are we filming?" Like, bro, like, ain't you ain't you on TV? I'm like, I'm like, nah, that ain't me. And then after the game, I would always tell him like, "Yeah, I was so." He's like, "Man, that's crazy, man. What the hell you?" What the hell you doing? Side missions, man. No, but the, but do you never? This is. I'm glad glad you brought that up because what it is is you have a couple of passions. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And the fact that you made room for it, like I think that's so dope that you took mm-hmm. the time to be like, yo, man, I think I'm gonna go back. I just had you know, to. I just want to feel it. You know what I'm saying? The opportunity came. It just was like I couldn't say no to it. So you so you playing? So you obviously a point guard? Yeah, scoring point guard? Yeah, I'm a bucket. I'm okay. Like oh, you a bucket? Yeah, I'm like oh. that. No question. Yo, yo, Tarek, you no hear question. that? He no say he question. a bucket. Oh, I ain't gonna snap. Lie, man. I played against a lot of guys in this industry. Ain't nobody seeing me. They can't They can't stay in front of you? Nah. No, oh, man. I, I literally train every day. I'm still training. I'm still hooping. I got a, I got a basketball agent. You know, I'm... I, what I, we doing? We doing bro, whatever. Bro, am I going, you. Am, listen, you know what bro. Am I going to see you at crypto? Like, what we doing? <laughs> Are you gonna be on the Clippers? What we doing? Hey, I mean, you gonna have a TV show and you gonna be in the NBA? What I'm, what we doing? I'm be the first, I'm trying to be the first man. Some, <laughs> hey, I'm trying to do something different. Hey, I was I, I want to share a story that's similar. Like uh, I was watching uh, the the uh, the finals. Right there's a, there's a basketball player named uh, Caleb Martin. Yeah, I know. And uh, Caleb, uh, you know, his path was so bugged out. You know, didn't get drafted. Blah blah blah. Played in the G League. This that and the other. He got like uh something we got on for a second um i don't know if it was a 10 day whatever with the with the charlotte hornets right. gets down with the hornets they gets cut yeah thinks that his life was you know over with basketball gets picked up by miami for a little bit we right. let's see what you do boom uh-huh. he comes over there he cooks every if it wasn't for jimmy bro he might be he was the best player like Honestly, yeah. outside of Jimmy, he was the best player consistently in every game. He never had a bad game. Yeah. He was shooting the lights out. Like yeah. it was like, why are you leaving Caleb open? So there is always uh hope if you just keep pushing. Stay the stay the course, man. Um, but yeah, Caleb Martin, it's a, it's a great That's a great story. Man, because I mean, the kid's got talent, but you need to be empowered by your teammates and your coaches to be able to do what he's doing. Correct. And that's the culture they have there. It can be anybody's night. You know, Max Strauss hit big shots down the stretch. That's right. Dave Benson, hit, you know, very aggressive and took took some great shots. And he helped them, you know, secure some wins, you know. Uh, he didn't play game five and they needed him. You know what I mean? And so it's it's that's a great team they got over there. But the philosophy is really what makes it makes it great over there. So so if you could have your, your world, your world be your oyster, do do what you want to do. Would you play professional basketball? That's definitely in the works. It's it's not even like a if thing. It's just a when? scheduling. Thing. So I'ma yeah. see you. I'm I'ma see you. I no listen, the NBA is a different you. beast. <laughs> I don't know about the league, but I'm okay, definitely can, play can, can, can you gonna play overseas? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So, so you yeah. Man, we, we might have to find out about this, y'all. I, hey, fellas, fellas, you yeah. see this? Rome Flynn, Rome Flynn saying he really got that, got that work. Yeah, he's like a that. bucket. He's he's fast. <laughs> he's crafty. Gets to now, you, how you describe your game? Give me a vibe. Give me two players that, or three. I, you might be I three guys say, in one. Yeah, I'm gonna say Damian Lillard. Ooh, you know, um, that's a real bucket. Luca, 
just because I, I feel like I can get to my spots. You get to his spots easy. Mm-hmm. And I would say Bron, just because he, he the best playmaker we've ever had, I feel like. So you're a playmaker, yeah. scorer, and skillful. Yeah. Okay. Well, then you, then you, then you out of here. I mean, I'm signing autographs. You well, know? I mean, I've seen guys go go play overseas for le- with less talent, just based on who they is. Right. You know, for <laughs> me, I'm actually going. That's that's the, the Houdini is. They're right. going to sign me to get ticket sales. That's cool, but I'm really going to hoop though. <laughs> right. But I'm, I'm really saying like you. This is the thing. You just lit up. That's that's what's crazy. When you start talking about basketball, you turned into a whole different person. Yeah. It's yeah. Different, <laughs> yeah. It's different different thing, man. That's like my genetic makeup. You know, basketball is like really the core of. Who are, how I became who I am now. Right. Like, acting is an, uh, an olive branch of all those things I started to just chase down after getting better at basketball and like just wanting to be good at things. I like know? that, but you, but you're an actor, man. You got to yeah. talk about with love. This, this is a great, vi- this is a great project. You get to be the love interest. You yeah. get to be the guy. What is like? Do you get? Do you get love scenes on your show? Absolutely. Actually, oh, in this man. season, I'm, I miss them. I had love scenes in a while. Yeah, you miss them? I miss them. They're fun. They're fun. There's a lot of people in the room, but, you know, you see, get to look, really. See, you get it. You get it. I get it. No, literally, it's like it, it might as well be in my contract at this point. Right. You know, I'm I'm doing something like that in every, most of the projects I've I've done in the past have been like that. But, um, yeah, man, I ain't going to lie. I'm completely naked in one of these episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how the hell did y'all get me to do this? This is the funny how part that people happen? don't realize when we do these these scenes and stuff. People are in the room. They just think you in there, yeah. you know, butt naked, <laughs> making out with some chick. It's like 45 people in there. It's uncomfortable. So, when I did How to Be a Player, I did all my scenes in the same day. So I had okay. eight girls in one day, right? Which is a lot. That's, yeah, that's, that's different. A lot. That's, that's, a lot. that's different, fellas. <laughs> and, but the thing was, it was my first time doing love scenes. I will but, never forget this. I was like, Whew, okay. And they was like, okay. All right, next. I was like, oh. <laughs> You're like, oh, no. Whoa, 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 whoa. Are we going to do another? And they kept, you know, and you got to make them feel, you got to get comfortable. You got to block out everybody and you just got to have chemistry and stuff. And, you know, obviously you learn how to do it, but yeah. it's actually funny to see how many people are staring at you make 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 love Absolutely. or make out to the, room is to the cool, situation. Man. Full room. Um, it ain't sexy at all, man. No, that's <laughs> man. Do you ever, uh, like, nah, man, this yeah, it's, we we do we rehearse it. We got an intimacy coordinator, yeah, you know, and the show is called With Love, you know, it's, right. a, it's a love in it, yeah. Like, so, you man, gotta love, gotta have something in there, like, you that. ever had a uh, you ever had um, a female counterpart that you just didn't have chemistry with and you just had to find it? Um, yeah, you know, that that happens. I mean, it's like any job you go to, some people you. You you can't get get with right away, but y'all work well together. It's about being professional and and just bringing it. You know what I mean. And and it's a journey. At the end of it, you always feel like you come closer to the people that that felt a bit far away from you. Yo, it's like when you work with Viola Davis, man. That that's that's a wonderful that show. How to commit murder was it? Was it how to get away with? How to get away with murder? That's the first line she says in the show. She's on a walking you know, chalkboard and she writes it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she is like, she to me, she is the quintessential. This is gonna sound weird, but she is to me what Don Cheadle is to like the dopest actors. Like, because I always think Don Cheadle is the goddamn Miles Davis goat. <laughs> you, you you look at Don Cheadle body of work and you realize it's, it's a level to this shit. Do you understand? It's like Viola Davis can do everything. She can do it. Everything. Emotion. She can, she brings the power. She brings the vulnerability. Like she does 
everything perfect. Yeah. Love you, V. Love you. So working with her, what was that experience like, though? Because she's, she's, she's awesome, man. It was a gift. Yes. And uh, I'm just thankful I was in a place where I understood that early on. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes our gifts come later and we, we think about how we were in a position. Be like, damn, I wish I would have felt how I felt now, mm-hmm. you know, when I was doing it. But working with her was intimidating, too, just because, you know, it's Viola Davis. And so um, I'm on ABC. I'm, I'm the new guy. It's like. Yeah, it's a lot. People think I'm replacing you know, Wes was the character on there. It was a whole thing. Uh, but, you know, I learned a lot by working with her. And I didn't know really how to address her for the first, I think, couple months I was there. I was calling her Miss V, Miss Davis. She would be like, just call me V. It's all good, you know. But, you know. She <laughs> call had, me V, homie. Yeah, she was. <laughs> I think most people don't know about, about Viola is that she's so funny, man. And I think, more importantly, the scenes that we did, which were, were a gift, but I was really a fly on the wall in conversations and being around her. Correct. Um, and hearing her talk about the way she sees the world and where she came from. And like, she just has so many gems and gifts that she would just give just randomly. And, and those are the things I was like, man, I, you know, as a, as a young actor, like, yeah, you man, you just be around for that. Um, but I learned a lot by working with her. You know, I learned the first thing I learned was, you know, I was doing the show the first season I did it. And I was just so obsessive about being perfect. Okay. And I wanted to learn my lines like to a T. I didn't want to let nobody down. I didn't want to right. let her down because I had a lot of scenes with her. And at the end of the season, we have like a, a reel, you know, a blooper reel. And I was like, damn, I really ain't even in this. I was like, damn, I wonder why not. So I talked to one of the editors. He's like, man, you really didn't. You, know, you ain't mess up. Really mess up like that, bro. <laughs> Next time, have a little fun. Basically, what he told me. Next time, have a little fun, man. You was locked you know? in. Hey, yo, you locked in. I was you locked, locked in. in. <laughs> you like, y'all not going to catch me slipping. <laughs> I was, I had, I had oh none. Oh, my God. I mean, but, but, yeah. but that's actually a super compliment. Yeah. That's an actual super compliment to you being very professional and knowing your work, right? right. But, it, you know, it's weird because you'd be like, damn, man, I want to have one blooper, too. That's right. kind of funny. But, you, bro, you doing your thing. Trying to, man. Hey, listen, listen, this is my first time meeting you, and I'm very, very happy that you had an opportunity to come on the show because I like discovering people. I like meeting people that got their own journey and their own swag to this game because there's so many angles to it. You can come yeah. in this game, you know, some people are overnight sensations. Some people might be one or two movies away. And then some right. people could just be like not getting nothing. Then boom. Right. Right. And be gone. Like biggest thing to ever happen. You know what I'm saying? I remember one time I was, um, I was reading an article about the guy who created um, Desperate Housewives. He was homeless at one point and he was just about to give up on his dream. And he decided to write one more thing. And that one more thing changed his life. Man. See what I'm saying? You're always this close or that far away. Come on, bro. I mean, when you when you make it to the NBA, I'm, I'm damn. <laughs> man, I'm listen, get, I'm get, and then and then you go you gonna be in the league, right? right, right and right. then you are gonna drop an album. You and, and then you gonna do a movie, right? That's how you doing it. I don't know, man. I'm thinking bigger than that, man. Let's go, go. Tell me, go ahead. Let's know. let's make it happen. Let's talk it out. You know what I mean? Let's make it happen, man. No ceilings. Let's go. It's, it's all there for you for the taking, man. Right. You know, and, and that's how I feel about everything I'm doing. I do everything with intention. Okay. I don't, I don't do, I do everything on purpose, man. Ain't nothing by accident, you know, but I was saying working with V, I meant to mention, like, imagine being able to watch like Michael Jordan, like free throws, you know what I'm saying? Imagine it, so just be in a, in the gym with him while he's practicing. 
That's what it felt like. Yeah. Watching greatness up close and just being like, damn, I'm really here watching this happen. Yeah. And I'm a part of it. And I'm, and I'm feeling the energy of it. I'm like it. it's 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 really really an affirmation that you're you're where you're supposed to be because just yeah, think about how many other people could have been there as you yeah you see what i'm saying so yeah. whatever you did that made your energy gravitate towards this project to meet this gigantic energy and you compliment that that's that's god bro yeah that's absolutely. what we're here for that's that's god that's the universe that's that's synergy man that's like you can't even get out of your own way you know, like for me, it's like so many things happen to us and they knock us off our square. And I think I had a lot of that happening growing up and I just didn't know what I was doing. Correct. But once I figured out what I wanted, you know, the road became a lot smoother. You know, I mean, there were still bumps in the road. Sometimes you it's like driving, man. You know, you, you're on the highway and you make your exit. You know, you can't just try to force yourself off the road. You know what I mean? <laughs> but what happens is, is the navigation resets, man. It tells you a different route. And so even though I made some decisions, I felt weren't the right ones. I still ended up where I'm supposed to be. Dang, man. Come on, Rome, man. Can we get it? Can we, get, on, some, can we get some claps in here? Rome in here dropping money. <laughs> That's that we gotta pay you. We gotta put some we gotta put some on your GoFundMe on that. Yeah, <laughs> help me out, man. <laughs> so um what about what about getting back to this this music thing? You yeah. said earlier in the interview that you were really looking forward to, you know, doing some collaborations like, you know, <clears throat> I had Eric Bellinger on here. <clears throat> I, know I know Rodney Jerker. <clears throat> I know Tim and Bob on me, Dame Damian Thomas on me, uh, Tom, who else you need? Who else you need? No. <laughs> I know a couple people to help you write do a little something. Some, some. <laughs> yeah, man. Those guys are all talented, man. I know Eric. Um been in the studio with them before. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, they, I mean, they all talented. I mean, music, music is a relationship thing, just like just like acting is, but even more so with music, it's such an intimate thing for me. Uh, I don't know a lot of artists that don't come from an intimate place with music, personally, but um, it's a journey with that. You know what I mean? Bro, listen, man, you got to drop. Do me a favor, because I'm Mr. How to Be a Player, and I'm doing How to Be a Player Part 2. Okay, okay. And I want to have a, a panty dropper. Done. I, I need do. a I panty drop. BB, I seen what you did with Slide. Yeah. I need the joint that's playing when my character is meet the girl that's his yin and yang. Thank like that. she that when we need that joint when the, for the shower scene, the little uh-huh. sexy joint. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, We're yeah. playing in, in the penthouse joint. You got me. I got Come you. Come on, fam. Don't let your boy down. I, I got need you. Because I don't want to put no pressure on you, but I need the panty drop. Yeah, hey, look, just give me a cameo, man. Give me, give me a cameo in the movie. You, you, you ready? Put me on, man. Yeah, How to be a player, too. On, man. Come you got to be in there, man. You a good looking brother. You that's got legacy. I had, You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to have you doing something real smooth. You be like the counter fly cat over there. You know what I'm saying? I'm old head. I'm OG. <laughs> yeah. You young money. Like that. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that's it. That's how fire. You young money, you the yeah. flyest cat coming in the game, and I'm getting my turf knocked off because the new fly cat, he got all the chicks going wild crazy. <laughs> so is it is it is it hard to balance um, you know, doing all these multiple things and then and then juggling your personal life as well? Yeah. I mean, that's what that's that's life though, man. Yeah. We always trying to balance Absolutely. things that matter to us. Um, but at some point there's certain sacrifices that I think you have to be okay with. And some of that is, you know, my family letting them know, like, I'm just busy. I got to do this. I got to do that. I'm on a mission, like, constantly. And so it, it it's a double-edged sword, you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, you, you might be successful. But, you know, the happiness of, of who's around you when you get there is also important. Um, and so for me, it's like, 
you know, my family is super important to me, but I don't get to go out and see them that much. You know, I fly them out here sometimes. Right. You know, but it's always I'm on a grind. I'm always on the move. If I'm not, then I feel like I'm out of place. You know? See this. See this is this is what I like about this young brother right here. He is in grind mode. Like you know, like New York cats are always like, "I'm on my hustle, B. I'm on my hustle, B. I'm a, everything is a, I'm on your hustle, yo. You going to get pieces? I'm on my hustle. <laughs> <laughs> right. Every, everything is about the grind, yo. I'm grinding, fam. I'm grinding. I'm on my hustle, B. I'm real talk. I ain't got time to talk to you right now because I'm right. grinding. You know what I mean? But I love that energy. That energy has created a lot of success for me, just being committed so hard. Like you said, committed, committed to your lines, committed to your music, committed to your basketball, bro. That's just who you are, bro. That's a great quality. That is a quality for success on any lane you choose, when you choose. You got to keep that right there. I like that. That's that. (laughs) That's that pit right there. <laughs> That's that bark right there. So on the show, we are when we have our guests, I mean, we always have fun with you. So I know we we had to introduce you and give you your exclusive, but we gotta have fun with you, right? Do it. All right, let's have some fun. This this part of Top Billing is called All Facts. This is where we ask our special guests a question, and you just gotta tell the truth. You just gotta be, you know, you gotta do you. You gotta do you. All right, cool, cool. All right, all facts with Rome Flynn. Rome. You have an opportunity to work with four of your favorite producers. Who would they be? Um, that's a great question, man. Four of my favorite producers. Mm-hmm. I, you know, to be honest, there's a lot of amazing producers out there, but I'm not too keen on trying to track them down. I'm more so interested in trying to work with the the creators of things. Okay. Uh, a lot of times, you know, producers they green green light things, and they're part of projects, but don't really have a lot of creative aspect to it um but yeah i mean there's certain shows i would love to be a part of uh, of the world you know like a, a show like succession i mean oh, yeah, man banging the show for acting up in my life it's, i love it's a master class yes yeah, a master class in acting yeah master class yeah. in acting um another show i would love to to with, to be able to be a part of a show like bridgerton um, you you know, get, Shonda Rhimes, you know, I would have you know, to get your accent together. Oh, well, I'm the perfect accent for that, actually. You got it. Okay. It. Of course. I've all been right. practicing, man. You're practicing, man. <laughs> Go ahead, next. Listen, my, my time is coming, all right? Your time is coming, all right. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. I'll be on ready. <laughs> Yo, yeah, another show I watched was amazing, was a show called The Great on Hulu. I don't know if y'all seen it. Oh, The Great? It's amazing. Yeah. All right. Great acting. Hey, let's bookmark that. I want to check that out. Check that out. Um, the and show Perry Mason, another amazing show on Showtime. I don't know if you've seen that, I think you would I like that. that. Yeah, I think you might rock with that. Um, but but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm all about the art, man. You know, I'm tr- I'm trying to get deeper and get far away from myself as possible. I get it. That's I get I it, man. I mean, I didn't know you was gonna really go thespian. I was thinking more music. I was thinking like I thought you was talking about acting. No, nah, man. Oh, producers. Producing. Oh, producing. Come on, man. fam. Let's talk about music, I man. Don't you. forget, yeah, no, you're an artist. Talking right? about he on his, you know, you know, he on his print shit right now. You know? <laughs> I know how you do that. Uh, yeah, I'm a symbol, bro. You feel me? We uh, think producers, yeah, yeah man, love for you. your music, like because we doing an album, right? We right. coming out after you do all these different things. You are gonna drop your album? Because I got connects. I'm the plug. I'm okay, just okay, saying. Okay. We. Yeah. Look, dude, we manifesting right now. Oh, that's what we doing. We right. manifesting. Right, so right, just right, say right. say how you want it, fam. Man, running on the track, you know. Fire. Fire. Where it goes crazy. You know, the Summer Walker projects are, are incredible. 
Facts. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Metro Boomin. Thank you, hard. Yep. Definitely would want to link with him. Got to get you on top billing, Metro. Yeah, he's hard. Um, let me think. I like Puff, man. I like the stuff he's doing. Mm-hmm. That's my guy, man. But but uh, I like some of the stuff he's doing. Jazzy is, is another new artist that that he has, and she's, she's dope. I like the stuff that she's putting out. Um, let me think. Anybody else? Um, yeah, I mean, I love... I love uh, Ari Lennox music too. Ooh. Yeah, Miguel music. I mean, that's the kind of lane. Miguel I'm dropping doing. something new too. Yeah. Shout out to Miguel. What's up, fam? I say you, bro. Yeah, he man. about to drop something. He another tough yeah, artist. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all both, y'all both together on the album will look like y'all Spanish cousins. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we could do something. Uh, it would be great. Y'all, y'all would do a y'all would do a Spanish album, you know what I mean? And they would be huge in Latin America. I remember. I'm gonna tell you a funny ass story, right? So back in the day, this is before we knew that actors could be singers. Okay, you're not gonna believe this story. So I'm doing MTV, but we do a Baywatch episode, so I get a chance to meet David Hasselhoff for the first time. So it's like we're at the beach house. It's an episode with a with a, all the cast from Baywatch comes to the beach house. Speed the story up. He's the number one show in America. Baywatch was number one, and the number one artist in Germany. He had a hit record. It was bonkers. Like I didn't even know he sang, bro. He was doing shows. At, all across, man, it was crazy. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah, so it's possible. But he was the first person that I ever, like, you never hear somebody like on a hit TV series, uh-huh. what you think, making all this money, and he was Knight Rider, be the number one artist in Germany, like something like that. Wow. So, so bro, sky's the limit, playboy. On, we on our way. All right, That's now, I got to ask you a Wesley Snipes question real quick. <laughs> so, uh, all facts with Rome Flynn. Wesley told me when you are a lead actor, you always have to have the best co-star. Like in, in his contract, I don't know where you was in the early 90s. You probably in second grade first. I don't know. He was probably <laughs> about to be born. But anyway, Wesley had a run. Wesley mm-hmm. Snipes had a run where every co-star he had was a just bananas. Mm-hmm. So now, Rome, it's your world. Of all the actresses out here right now, can I get your top three? Can we can we get them in a movie with you? Get them in a scene with you? Go, yeah, go. Let's think. Actresses, so opposite of me. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that man. y'all gonna burn the screen up? Oh yeah, I'm trying to think. Who who's some young actresses out here right now? There's a lot of. Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. I need I need to be checking more. What about what about old school? You you and Halle Berry, you could be. I mean, a, come on, yeah, obviously. On, That's obviously for me. Halle Berry, you know, no, Halle saying? definitely would do a movie with you. Yeah, I, Halle Berry. I'll throw my face hair out. We're gonna. Yo, you could look good. a little older, but in, for sure. two years older. You got a baby face, like you. You gonna have like four. Yo, dude, dude, you 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 no, you got a baby face. You gonna have to wait. You're gonna look young for a long time. You look like you just came out of high school. If they pay me, I'm 18. You hear me? Yeah, so that's the scene. I'm 18. All right, cool. Uh, I got a backpack I, I, I remember my boy, my boy, uh, he played overseas, right? No, he played He played Major League Baseball, right? He said when uh, when he was coming over, he's Dominican. So he would come over and shit, and he was saying, like, you know, the guys always lie about their age. No matter what they look like, they say, I'm 18. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, motherfucker, you 45. I'm 18. <laughs> that's crazy. Another young, dope man, actress, uh, Taylor Russell. 
Do you know about her? No, Taylor she, Russell. Yeah, yeah. So she did the movie um, Bones and All with Timothy Chalamet. Ooh. Incredible. She's a great actress. Great I, actress. I feel like we would have good chemistry. You could flex. You could flex with it right yeah, there. Yeah, That'd be she, nice right there. Yeah, she's an amazing oh, actress. I give me one more, one more, so we can get them in the spotlight, too. Yeah, let me think. Who is somebody out there? I got to. Can't get nobody. Everybody know. Oh, you want you? Oh, you trying to discover? People. I'm trying. I'm oh, trying to make them matching, right You know, oh, you match. You mix and match. We didn't seen a lot of the already. I'm trying to think. You know, there's some sexy. There's a lot of new faces, and I love the accents as well. You know, there's a lot of uh, British actresses out there. That they're very beautiful, very talented as well. Um, <laughs> let me see. You mentioned Bridgerton. There was a yeah. couple actresses on Bridgerton that was pretty mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Know, that I, mean, I could see them. matching up with you. I, I mean, I, I, could, I would fit perfectly in that show. Yeah, Bro. I would. They not coming back. I don't know if they're coming back. I'm going to talk to him. I'm gonna see who I can talk to about it, man. Well, anyway. All right. Let's get back to, to the, this closest thing out because we got um, to make sure that everybody stay in touch with you, man. I want your Instagram. I want your all your socials. Let's let these, especially the ladies that's, you know, I brought, when I walked them in here, I had to tell them, relax, let the man, <laughs> let the man come in here and do an interview. So go ahead, bro. Give, give us all your socials. <laughs> yeah, man. Follow me on Instagram. Ron Flynn. Which camera was it? I don't remember which one. Right there. Yeah. Look at that thing, man. Let them know you in the My building. Instagram is Ron Flynn. I ain't really on Twitter like that, but I do got a Twitter. It's Ron Tremaine, which is my middle name. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's about all the access you got to me. That's, that's all. Right. That's it. You don't do all that. I'll do everything. Everything's I'll exclusive. Know. Everything else. <laughs> that's it. That's it. <laughs> Everybody get it up for my man, Ron Flynn, on only on top, Billy. Let's make some noise. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Milk is chilling. Kiss is chilling. 